Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Can't face those Twitter notifications? Forgot to watch anything but Netflix? Dreading the video conference small talk at nine? You need a news vitamin, you know. You need the Smart 7. It's a brand new daily podcast that puts your brain into gear. Everything you need to know in less than seven minutes. You need the smarts. Hey, we got the smarts. The Smart 7, every weekday at 7 a.m. Available right now on Spotify and all the usual places. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. You're about to listen to a Sue Clinch production. I should warn you. The following is not suitable for children. There's a lot of fucking swearing and stuff. To be honest, it's deeply inappropriate. And I actually think pretty fucking rude. Enjoy the show. Hope it gives you some comfort. I am a man. And a man is who I am. Oh, hello there, you marvellous, magical creatures. Creatures, you unifying unicorns doing all you can to bring us together with your monstrously helpful WhatsApp groups, you obnoxious ogres spreading your odious opinions, and you silly old centaurs still trotting around as though nothing has changed. God bless you all. Stuck in your self-isolation tanks, I hope you're at least able to dream. Fuck, that was all a bit much, wasn't it? Welcome to Animan's Bedtime anecdote. I am, of course, Anna Mann, actress, singer. I once played the role of vomiting bridesmaid in the hilarious 90s gross-out comedy Who's Gonna Tell the Bride That the Bridegroom Has Crapped His Pants? It wasn't great. Very funny, though. A lot of fun. Starred the ill-fated Steve Stroot. Anyone remember him? Steve Stroot? Fuck. Very good-looking young chap absolutely set for stardom he really was but his career has sadly been cancelled because it turned out he was addicted to playing knockador run on old ladies in the nude with a boda it's a magical time that's certainly one way to look at what's going on i've been reading a tale of high fantasy to my granddaughter little lemon to help send her off to sleep didn't work so i just gave her the ipad and said be happy Unfortunately, it did work on Sue Clinch, who has been strewn, drooling and snoring across my left arm for the last hour. I didn't want to wake her, not in the middle of the dream she was having. She was muttering something about swimming in a pool of rice pudding. The last person who woke her up from a dream quite literally lost a toe. It's difficult, isn't it, on the children and the idiots? How does one explain what's going on? I sat them both down and tried to put it into words so they could understand, because it's a very scary time. So I created a story about a giant jelly that was going around eating people, but I'm not sure that that helped. So my little anecdote for this evening concerns my short time working in a foreign country. Here we go. North Korea. 
After Smelzy's death, I was in a real mess. I worked any job I could get, including a regular role in the much-behated sitcom You Can Lead a Horse to Water. I may have talked about this in a previous podcast. It doesn't matter. It was all about two rival saddle shop owners, both called Roger. I played the role of Mrs. Wimble, although in the credits I was just called Woman. Oh, for God's sake, Roger, I only came in for a saddle. Can you please put your willy away? That was my catchphrase. Little ripple of recognition there. Willie was the name of his dog. Sadly, the show was taken off air during the now very controversial series finale, Spit Roast. Before I know it, I'm back on Job Seekers, on my way over to Sue Clincher's house. She just had a buttock drained. I'd agreed to go round and feed her some Weetabix. Suddenly, I'm grabbed by two burly men. She's not well, by the way. Bundled into a van, packed on a frigate, and I find myself in the palace of Kim Jong-un, mm, on a perfectly remade set of Lead a Horse to Water, dot, dot, dot. Turns out he's a big fan, and he actually wants to make episodes, new episodes. He set up this whole thing. He wants to direct it and be in it. I said, fuck, but darling, can you act for a start? I mean, he could, better than me, which was a little frustrating, if I'm honest. Anyway, I say, darling, do you mind if I use the phone? All right, fine, he says. I'm not sure he knew what I was up to. Anyway, I run into the toilets. I find a phone there. They have phones in toilets there, at least in this story. I call my agent. I say, darling, hello. They said, oh, who is this? I said, it's Anna Mann. They said, fuck, I thought you were dead. I said, well, I will be, darling, if we don't sort this out. I'm currently in a toilet in the palace of King John. In a toilet in North Korea. I've been kidnapped, darlings. He said... Oh, dear, that's not good. I said, no, darling, it's not. He said, how do you feel? I said, pretty fucking miffed, to be honest. I was on my way to drain Sue Clincher's buttock. She was going to give me a fiver for it. I'm absolutely wiped out. You haven't got me any work for years. Well, I thought you were dead. Yes, I know that now. It explains a hell of a lot. Particularly why there was that obituary show about me. Fuck. Anyway, he says, all right, darling, all right, let's not panic. I said, well, no, I, I, think, I, I think, to be honest, darling... I think I've got every right to panic right now. I've been kidnapped by North Korea. He said, well, you know, are you being fed? I said, well, yes. I mean, there's lots of food here, actually. They set up a lovely buffet. He said, well, do you have a place to stay? I said, well, yes. Kim said I can sleep in the special suite. The special suite, it was called. They said, well, to be honest, Anna, there's not a lot coming up at the minute. You might as well stay there. The best we can offer you is an eight-born in Swansea. And no one wants to do an eight-born, not in Swansea. All right, fine, I say. So I go back, you know, but eventually I'm afraid Kim realises, even Kim realises the show was fucking dreadful. It really was. I don't know if you ever saw Lead a Horse to Water. You can get some clips on YouTube, but it's honestly, it's like you might as well stick a match in your eyes and your ears and up your ass. Too much, too much. Anyway, I find myself back on the same street I was kidnapped from, and nothing's really changed except Sue Clinch has had her foot off. But it was a real eye-opener. It really was, you know. And I do think... I do think, especially at the minute, with everything being scary as it is, having seen a dictatorship in action, albeit from a studio set... I fear we could easily go that way. I really do. I feel like this whole country's got much harsher over the last 10 years, you know. And I think with crises like the one we're in now, who knows what's going to happen. And to be honest, I blame Gordon Ramsay. I do. I do. 
I know you may be thinking, well, what, what, but the, the chef, yes. I blame him and all those shouty men off the telly, having a go at everyone for getting things wrong. I get things wrong all the fucking time, leave me alone. Gordon Ramsay, Alan Sugar, Piers Morgan, Alan Titchmarsh, less so, but still, actually not really him at all, you know. Telling us it's good to be mean and weak to be kind. Fuck. God, I've got myself in a state, you know. It's awful. When I go home, I feel like I'm that little girl sat on the bus again, you know. Someone poking me on the shoulder going, think you were dead clever, didn't you? But we're in charge now. We're in charge. Oh, mother, will you fuck off, you know. Anyway, darlings, let's not get stressed about that. We've got enough to think about and it's all in the past. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget, I'm doing a bedtime anecdote every night except Saturday. Because on Saturdays, instead, go to twitch.com slash nextupcomedy, 10 o'clock, and you can watch my live show. Woohoo! It's a lot of fun. This week we've got May Martin and hopefully my very own nephew, Phil Dunning. Let's see what happens. Both of them have dropped out at the last minute before. But I will definitely be there, or at least unless I drop out at the last minute. Well, let's be honest, I might do that as well. No, I won't. Shut up, don't you dare. I want everyone on it, and I want you, in all seriousness, you know, paying for Sue's Weetabix, she gets through a packet a day, and it's more than you think. It's Well, it's two ninety nine, you know. And what's annoying, I will finish in a second, but what really annoys me about this, with all cereal, actually... Because at the minute I'm having to shop at local shops, you know, Londis, Marlborough's, all the... I know I'm naming names, but we all know what local shop... And I don't mean local shops in a sort of fun, cute way. I mean in a kind of, you know, they're a chain, but they're they're basically more expensive than, well, even Waitrose. All of these packets of cereals have two ninety nine emblazoned across them in huge... I was going to say letters, but they don't write it out. No, in numbers. Sorry, I'm not a mathematician, all right? Huge numbers. Two dot nine nine pounds. All the you get the idea. Anyway, the point is they have it emblazoned across like that's a fucking deal. I think, but that's loads. I mean, at Asda they're giving away for free. You often get pelted by it on the way out. Have a Weetabix. Come back, won't you? Don't you like us anymore? Yes, all right. I'll come back. Keep me. You know that kind of thing. Whereas these local places, two ninety nine. I mean, that's too much. A box of variety, I realise I'm just talking about cereal now, but a box of variety is £2.49. You think, oh, that's good. But then you realise it's only got eight servings in. And I actually think they skimp on each box. And it's a waste, environmentally, of boxes. Let's, Anna, Bill, I can hear you, Bill Shakes. He's screaming at me now in a sonnet to please, for the love of God, stop talking about cereal point i was trying to make is that show is a great way to keep all this stuff going you know a great way to keep me in witbix because you can tip the show you don't have to if you don't want to just have it for free fuck that's how this country ended up like it did but no you can tip anything from you know a pound to a million pounds you can tip more than a million in fact tip more than a million pounds if you have more than a million pounds tip more than a million pounds if you don't just tip whatever you can it's Anna Mann's late night cheese sex and self-isolation party. It's a lot of fun. It really is. The other day we had Mickey Stark, Sinbad from Brookside. I know. I still can't believe it. Anyway, there's that. There's Patreon.com. Sue Clinch will explain all this in a minute. The other thing I wanted to say is I'm about to embark on even more wonderful campaigns to sort of 
keep me afloat and also keep you happy. That's more important, isn't it? Well, you know. So please do follow me on Facebook. Anna Man is on there and Colin Holt because I need to sort of sort out my hub, if you know what I mean. I need to find a place where everyone goes and finds everything. Well, fuck, I hate technology. I really, I really, I love what it does. I love that it's given us this chance, but fuck, I hate it. Anyway, I hope you've had as much fun as I. I see you tomorrow. Bye. That was a Sue Clinch production. I hope you enjoyed it. Anna's going to be doing one every fucking night. Uh, Please do listen to her regular podcast, Talking to Actors, every Wednesday, starting again uh, soon. And if you want to be a Patreon, then do it. Go on Patreon. Look up Talking to Actors. Anna Man, give us a quid. We're fucking starving here. Also, you can follow Anna and Colin on Twitter. Colin Holt Comedy, Anaman Actress, Instagram, Facebook, you know what to do. Alright, take care of each other. Uh, we'll get through this together. I'm Tilly Steele. And I'm Helen Monk. And this is Bitchin'. I'm dyslexic. Yeah, why do you read the Wikipedia page? <laughs> it's good to practice. Yeah. A podcast where every week we talk about a different person. So how old was he when he first popped on the scene? That's a great If question. you say he was my age, I'm gonna <laughs> fucking die. And we veer wildly off track. Pop that Prosec. <laughs> Available on all your podcast apps. That's not right. Uh, Can you not say er in the advert? (laughs) Available on all your podcast platforms. Just search Bitchin' or Great Big Owl. We'll see you there. That was all right. (laughs) Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.